You're locked Hold in up. with Atlanta's hottest hip-hop station. The Hype 87.3. That's right. It's your girl, Tampa Mystic, and we are live. Good morning or good afternoon, ATL. We live on The Hype 87.3. Listen, I went live a few minutes ago. I told you guys I had a special guest checking in all the way from Columbus, GA. It's the one and only Big Mustafa. What up, family? How you doing? How you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for being here. You doing all right? I'm doing all right. And by the way, I appreciate you having me. It's a big opportunity. Of myself. course. And you brought a beautiful young lady with you today, too. Nat she, G, man. I got Nat Shout G out to me. Nat G checking in. Her and I just had a great conversation. And she has a dope platform. Let's just throw that out there and give her some shine real quick. Sis, get on that mic and tell them your platform before we jump into this interview. Sis, come on now. Hey, how y'all doing? I am your girl, Nat G. Natalian Graphite. I have a morning show. Um, it's on my Facebook, on Natalian Graphite on Facebook. I also stream to Instagram at Natalian underscore Graphite. It's a good morning show where we just talk about positivity. We do an affirmation, a song of the day. I love it. Just kind of hang out and have a good start to our morning. That's what I'm talking about. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yes, ma'am. That's so important. That's one thing I'm big on. And we're going to, we, you and I are going to talk about this, bro. Like, um, starting, however we start our day sets the tone for the entire day. Indeed. We have to wake up and thank God for another day. And we have to speak them positive affirmations. I do it every morning. That's how I encourage myself. Oh, yeah. And we have to manifest everything we want and deserve. Ain't that right? You got to. That's a must. <laughs> but without further ado, bro, introduce yourself. Man, how y'all doing this morning? I go by the name of Big Mustafa, the biggest, don't get no bigger. Born in North Carolina, raised in Columbus, Georgia, man, I got a thing for music. I just do my best to get y'all what I got. That's what I'm talking about. He said, I got a thing for music. That should be a song. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. That sounds like it could be a song, Slick. What city in uh, Carolina, North or South Carolina? North Carolina. North Fayetteville. Carolina, okay. Oh, you Fayetteville. Yep, what was man. it like, man? Take us back to, you know, when you was Lil Mustafa. Not, you, you big now, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it like growing up out there? Growing up in Fayetteville, man, as far as music, only only thing music inspirational wise I had was my older brother. He was the only one rapping. He was the only one forcing us to rap. We had to freestyle about anything we did from making sandwiches to making the bed. That was the thing. So he kind of beat that into me. He said from making of sandwiches course, to man. making the bed. I got older and I just I just kept going for it. People used to hear it and tell me I need to record and I did, but I did that for myself. Sit around, listen to it, play the game. But after a while I was like now, I'm going to take it serious, and yeah. I did that. I've been doing good ever since. I love it, most definitely. You know, what was your childhood like? Were you uh, you had a lot of siblings? Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm actually the youngest of four. I got two older brothers and an older sister. Okay. So they, you, all, they all support me. They all support me. Did they ever pick on you at all at oh, any man, point in time? Oh, man, I was the target. I was the target, for sure. <laughs> they had target practice on oh, you? <laughs> I only had one older me. sibling, and she, I know she used to pick on me like crazy. <laughs> lucky, lucky you. <laughs> you had three of them. Most definitely. What were you into as a child before music? Did you play sports at all? Uh, believe it or not, I didn't. But I got older brothers who both great at every sport they played. One of my older brothers, he uh, he played pro ball actually overseas or whatnot. Okay. And little old me, nah, I was never old enough to play with them. They used to make me sit down all the time. <laughs> so I was doing other stuff. I was doing art, photography, and all of that. So yeah, that's still, still came out useful. <laughs> no, most definitely, absolutely. When did you discover that music was something that you wanted to do, like on a personal level? Uh, man, it was uh, 2018. I actually met a uh, producer out here in Atlanta. Uh, I actually met him in Texas, but he's from here in Atlanta. He goes by the name of Casanova Beats. He's, okay. still, he's still doing what he did since the day I met him. And he was one of the uh, first people to actually sit me down and talk to me about music and be like, bro, you got something. Yeah. And he used to record me all the time. He didn't charge me a, a dime. He didn't, he didn't nothing. All he did was teach me. And to this day, we still keep in contact whenever we do everything. still good. So 
Shout out to him, man. I hope he's listening. That's dope, man. That means he believed in you. Oh, yeah, man. He, he believed in you. Most definitely. Take us back to when you first started recording music. What was the first song you ever like got in the studio and recorded? Or even if it was like a home studio? Uh, it was definitely a home studio. It was it was with Casanova Beats. Yeah. It was in uh, El Paso, Texas. He uh, brought all his equipment, everything. He set it up <laughs> in my closet. And uh, the closet <laughs> was huge. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had my son in there with me or whatever. He used to, he used to be there a lot. But uh, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't know what I was doing a lot. And yeah. it was Casanova teaching me like how to, how to approach a song, how to get on the mic the right way when to take breaks or whatnot. And I, I used to be a sponge. I soak all that information up. Yeah. So shout out to him again, man. But for the most part, I want to say that first song I did, it was a song called Keys. I actually never released it, but yeah. my brother, he hear everything I got, everything I got out, everything I don't have out. And to him, that's that's still his top-notch song, but I never <laughs> release it. I ain't never release it. Absolutely, most definitely. And, you know, starting out, it's never easy. Like you said, you kind of didn't, you didn't know what oh, you was man, doing. I was lost. You're not expected to, though. But shout out to Casanova Beats who really, like, paved the way for you and showed you, like, how to do everything. Because oftentimes people will not take the time to do that. Oh, yeah. So that's a blessing that you had him in your corner. So definitely shout out to him, man, for sure. For sure, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and and there's nothing wrong with having a, a studio set up in the house. Like some of the best records come oh, from yeah, home man. studios, oh, you know, yeah. as long as you have a great engineer. Are you still working with him? Uh, we haven't we haven't done anything recently, but I know recently I did purchase the beat from him. He didn't try to charge me for the beat at all, but just because I understand how things work, I'm going to keep it how it's supposed to be, and I, yeah. I still send him what it, what it costs. That's love, man, right there. Absolutely, because it's an expensive business. Oh, it is, man. <laughs> with that being said, you know, like, you know, you first started out, Casanova Beats was working with you and stuff like that. You started, you know, learning the ropes of the business. What was really, like, motivating you to want to do this, though? The thing that was motivating me, like like I said, when people would hit me like at work, I freestyle for no reason. You yeah. get on the table, I'm doing that or whatnot. And it's like whether I was good or not, they used to like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they used to always tell me like record, record, record. And <laughs> I finally did. And like I said in the beginning, it was it was horrible, but it was it was it was doable. Yeah. And I seen that, so I continued to do that. And I went from freestyling to writing, and now I'm to a point where I can care less about freestyling. I'm gonna write something. I'm gonna give you something worth listening to. Absolutely. How would you say that your sound has developed since you first started? You said you said at first, it, in your opinion, was mm -hmm. horrible. Others may have still thought it was good, obviously, because they were telling you to keep going. How did your sound evolve and change? Um, a person who who I started looking to for guidance when it came to music was uh, Rich Homie Quan. It was when he first came out. I, yeah. felt, I felt like he was just the best at doing music. And uh, I started my own little studio in the backyard and I'm back here building nailing stuff together, not having a clue what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was him. So I used to, I used to use his cadence. I used to do all of that. I'm like, yo, like I gotta be like the niggas reach homie. I could do it. I could do it. Yeah. And then uh, I want to say a couple of years later, I was introducing you know, the typical everybody favorite little baby Drake and all this stuff. So I'm like, you know, like these people are all great, but they all different. Yes. So I made my own, my own toolbox. I would take what I like from each person and just, Use that my own way, add, add my own little twist to it, and now I got my own sound. Yeah, and but it like takes it. time. Yeah, it takes time to find your sound. Oh yeah. So I want to keep trial and error. No, right, absolutely. Everything we do is trial and error. Just like you know, we were just talking about you know her starting a podcast and stuff like that. Shout out again that G checking oh, in. Yeah, um, it's all trial and error. Like trust me, I started with absolutely nothing, and I I don't mind. I like to be transparent about that stuff. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We all start be. somewhere. Um, but I do want to key in on something you said. You said you started out freestyling. Now you write. Mm -hmm. Do you actually sit down to write every song that you put out now? Every song. I love that. Every song. I love that. Let's talk about that. What is your writing process like? Do you actually write on pen and paper or do you do it on your phone? 
I do it whatever I got at hand. I may be driving if I'm on Snapchat at the time, and I, just, I know I got something in my head worth keeping. Yeah. I record five, ten seconds of me saying that so I don't forget it. And I get home, I play that video, I write it down, I punch it in from there on paper. Keep it going. Uh, I might I might mess around and write a, a whole song without hearing the beat. Yeah. And then I make it harder for myself, and now I got to find something that I like. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But it be working out, and a, a lot of times, like I say, half the time in the car, I don't really listen to the radio. I just play the instrumentals or play other producers that I know make stuff that I like. Absolutely. And once I do that, I'll be humming and humming and humming, and then I feel those hums in with words, and then I got a song on the way home. Right. <laughs> that kind of gets your sound of how you want the flow to go oh, with yeah. you doing them hums and stuff like that. It's like laying a stencil down. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, how does writing help you, though? Let's let's take it to a different side real quick how does writing help you like with your mental because we're in a stressful world writing helped me with my mental because like i said uh a minute ago trial trial and error so you can you can freestyle a song and it's something that's presentable a lot of people like it but it's like when you get that time to actually sit down and write like you see your own errors yeah you're not forced to do anything you on your own time they don't have to hear a thing until you're done until you're ready to release it or whatnot so it's like that it gives you a little bit more control over it. Absolutely. Rather than feeling like you got a time crunch, I only pay for this much studio time and this and that. Like, nah, you can start today and finish tomorrow. You can mm. finish next week. So I just like to do that to take my time. I got a lot of stuff to do in the day, so I ain't got time to sit down <laughs> all day. Nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? We can't play around. So you have your own studio set up now at the house? Uh, I do. And lately, lately, believe it or not, I've been doing everything off, off my phone, man. I've been doing everything on my phone. I bought myself a nice little mic, got an adapter, plug yeah. everything up, and it worked. And a lot of people ask, like, where you record at? Like, nah, bro, I do it. I do it at the house. But even then, with them saying, like, it sound like it's studio quality, I send it uh, to Jay Easy. It's a producer out of Columbus. Yeah. That's my guy right there. He does music as well. Uh, shout out to him, man. I hope, I hope you see this as well. But uh, oh. he 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 make everything radio ready, so. Yeah. He That's does all guy. your engineering, your mixing and mastering? Uh, he, he does it all. He a beast with it. Man. (laughs) Absolutely. I know, I actually know quite a few artists who have recorded a record off of their phone, you know, you can put a sock over your phone and that kind of serves as the purpose as a filter, like a pot filter. You can put a sock over, get in your closet Mm -hmm. where there's clothes that, that kind of serves as, you know, like a soundproofing and you can record a great song as long as you have a good engineer. I done, I done recorded a song picking up my son from school. I'm in line waiting (laughs) to come outside to the car and I'm recording. Yeah. There's no excuses, no excuses, man. So for anybody who has not heard your music, um, you know, definitely tell everybody, you know, explain to everybody, like, what is your sound like? You know, like for, you know, there may not be people who heard it. What would you describe your sound as? What would I describe my sound? That's a question I was waiting to hear, but not ready for, um, I guess I guess if if you ever been through something, you know, uh, it's it's a lot of people out here that got music that's all about hard times and struggle or whatnot. Like, yeah, I speak on that, but I speak on it from my own perspective. So, like, you might not relate to everything, but you might learn something. You might relate some and learn some, you know. And outside of that, it's real. It's real catchy. I make catchy music. No, nah, for real. I don't have just one type of music. You're not gonna only get gangster stuff from me. You're not gonna only get some soft stuff. Like, nah, you're gonna get some of the vibe to have you feeling slide through them songs you're gonna find something you like absolutely most definitely in fact i don't know that um uh, that i he sent me a record of yours can you email me a song while we're doing this so i can play it that would be great i apologize i actually messaged him this morning i know he's not feeling too good this morning he said he's not feeling too good so he may not have seen my message but i want to make sure that they hear one of your songs while we're doing this but you know while you're doing that we're going to continue to keep this conversation going man so that to be a clean song no no it's about and you could you could send no actually if you can't if you have a clean one if not because we're going to play it at the end i can stop the recording because you know 
Like I said, we're going to try to syndicate this over on the FM station as well. You know what I'm saying? We're doing big things. Big Mustafa checking in. Um, But I heard you say you're a father. How many many kids do you have? I have three boys. You have three Three boys? Three kings, man. Three kings. Three kings. What are their ages? Uh, Eight, six, and I have my youngest. He'll be one next month. Oh, so yeah, you have yeah. a brand new one. Oh, yeah. It's my baby boy right there, Dallas. <laughs> so let's talk. Eight years ago, your life changed. Oh, man. I, yeah, I became I became a dad. Something, something I didn't know was going to happen. <laughs> let's talk about that, if you don't mind, just a little mm-hmm. bit. How did fatherhood change your life? Oh, fatherhood changed me uh, drastically. Yeah. Because prior to fa- uh, fatherhood, I was I was definitely going down here. And I can I could be an adult and say that. I was going down here. I was making a lot of the wrong decisions. You yeah. Know? Like, it was. Nothing was going in my favor. It was just a spiral out of control, and it was like uh, I was okay with it. Yeah. And once once I had that that baby on the way, it was a it was a shift in me to like make a change because I looked at it like this: if I continue to do what I'm doing, regardless of me feeling okay doing it, yeah, he's gonna grow up and see that he's gonna grow up and want to be that, and I couldn't let that happen. Absolutely. We we as parents, because um, I'm I'm a parent as well. We want our kids to do better than us. Oh, yeah. Man. That's so important, most definitely. Um, you have three babies. Mm-hmm. Are they, f- oh, I know the littlest one is only like just turning one, but are the other two, are they big fans of your music? Oh, man. One of them, one of them gets himself in trouble a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's trying to mimic me a lot. His mom don't like that. Reciting yeah. your words and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought him up again. Shout out to my oldest son, man. He, uh. He helps me out a lot when it comes to music. Like I said, inside the car, I don't I don't really listen to radio. I listen to instrumentals. And one of my favorite songs that I have completed, it was uh, him sitting in the back seat, and he was the one humming and whatnot. So I turn the radio down a little bit just to listen. That's dope. He'll get all shy, but he'll know I'm listening. He'll keep it going. I was like, all right, we're going we gonna, to we gonna finish this. We're going to finish this, and we did. So he is definitely an inspiration for you. Oh, man, yeah. Does he want to do music? He does, but he'll he'll get shy. I feel I feel like he'll grow out of it. Cause you catch him when you're not looking, he'll be in there rapping by himself. Yeah, he at that age where it's like he want he knows he wants to experiment with stuff, but he don't mm-hmm. want other people to see it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like I I totally get it. They're kind of they are kind of shy at that age when it comes to stuff like that. Most definitely. Um, what are you enjoying so far? You know the most about being a music artist. If you oh. whenever you get that pulled up, let me know. I'll put my email in there. I'm trying. Oh, you fine. <laughs> Take your time. Uh, what what do I enjoy the most about it? Yeah. Uh, I have a specific uh moment actually. I was in the gas station. I was in the gas station. I was rushing in. My son was begging to come in with me. I'm like, all right, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and there was this guy behind me. I never seen him a day in my life, and I didn't acknowledge him because I never seen him. But as I'm paying for my items, I hear him singing one of my songs that I had recently released, and he was singing it word for word. Are you serious? And I'm like, yo, that is insane. Yo. I love stories like that. Yeah, I mean, he, he he told me he was like, keep it going. He had mentioned like the the previous single to that one, and I'm just like. Not only does he know my latest one, but that means he's tuned in, tuned in. So I definitely, you know, took a picture with him, got his number, whatnot. It was, it was a cool dude, man. We still talk to this day. But it's just those type of moments. Those type of moments. What song was it of yours that he was reciting? Oh, Do you he, recall? Was, he was doing Leaning. He was doing Leaning. I, uh, I performed that a lot down there in Columbus uh, when it first came out. I did that for sure. Like, pretty much every every showcase I attended, I made sure that was one of the ones on my show mix. Yeah. But me, me pushing that song, I've been noticed a lot for that one. I was going to say, it sounds like that's the record that's kind of gotten you the most notoriety so far. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, following up to that, you know, what are you going to do going forward to get that kind of notoriety with your music, being out there performing, things of that nature? Oh, man, yeah, definitely. Like like I said, recently, it's been it's been a lot of performances. Uh, shout out to Quentin Miles. He's him, him, Bats, Nat G, 
any opportunity that they have for themselves, they don't keep it for themselves. There's, n- there's nothing selfish about them. They'll reach out to me like, hey, bro, you're not busy. There's a showcase coming up. Hey, bro, you know, I got invited to this. I want you to get on with me. Like, having those type of people within your circle is any, any anything but blessings, you know. So it's like, I need that. And that's that's what I've been receiving, and that's I, I like it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> no, you are absolutely right. You need people like that. And shout out to you for giving her her flowers and oh, Quentin. Man. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. She doesn't know. Because you know the thing about this music industry or life as a whole is mm-hmm. people don't have to do that. People get busy with their own lives. People get busy with their own ish. You know what I'm saying? And it's oh, like yeah. they um they tend to. Forget about the fact that they can't help other people. It's yeah. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's free to support, man. It is free to support. And at the end of the day, it's also bigger than us, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger than us. And what I've learned from my OG, shout out to OG Bigger Rankin, he always says, we don't get our blessings from no man. We get our blessings from God. So mm-hmm. when you help other people uh, without intent of receiving anything back, yeah. God's going to bless you. God is absolutely going to bless you. So, okay, we good. Uh, should come through in a minute. But, yeah, man, I, I love what you're doing. I love what you stand for. You got a really humble personality. Both of you I guys do. It. I appreciate it. And me speaking from the side of what I do, and I have to sit down with artists all the time. You know, I told you I've been doing this for almost 13 years, a very, very long time. You have a great, humble personality. Keep that. I appreciate it. Keep that. I promise you, because, you know, people in the industry, they don't want to deal with somebody who has a bunch of arrogance because oh, it's stressful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what's keeping you so humble? Uh, being being through a lot and knowing that at the end of the day, regardless of what I'm going through, somebody going through something 10 times worse. What Man. am I complaining about? Me me being mad or upset it isn't going to fix any problem that I'm facing. Yeah. And then me speaking about it to the next person does nothing but put that bad energy on them. So just keep it to yourself. Work through it. It'll be all right. You made it through a million bad days. What's wrong with having one more? No, for real. Keep it going. One thing that we talked about early on in the uh, conversation that we're having, you know, Nat G was talking about how she starts, you know, her shows out and does her shows based around positive, Mm -hmm. you know, affirmations, positive energy. I'm really big on that. Oh, yeah. And I've been talking about it a lot more. And her and I, you know, we definitely need to have more conversations. Um, There's a lot of ugliness in the world, right? That's a whole lot of We have to spread that positive energy. What? Are you doing personally as an artist because you have a voice to mm-hmm. change the narrative of what's going on in the world and in the music industry right now? Well, this year uh, I took I took a lot of big steps. One of those steps being uh, becoming a student at Troy University, and while being there, congratulations! That's a big move oh, right yeah, there. I appreciate I love it. it. I appreciate that. I, uh, I actually met a lot of people, a lot of people that have good things going on. The type of people that anybody would want to meet or need to meet. Yeah. And, being around those people, speaking about things that I, I have plans for, they take it upon themselves to go above and beyond to help me get those plans done. Yeah. So much so that I'm now working on a, a program for African-American troubled teens. Nice. Uh, and like I said, it's just because I know how much I've been through. And it's like to see where I am now, where I could have been, at the end of the day, it's, it's like it's, it's a choice. You don't have to do the things that you don't. You don't have to live that way. Regardless of what it is that you're facing, it's not as bad as you may think. Absolutely. I love that. Shout out to you for doing that, man, because a lot of our youth is just troubled because they come from broken households or they just don't have anybody showing them, you know, the right way to do stuff. And that's how they end up, you know, in prison or they end up in the streets, you know, selling dope is all they know. You know what I'm saying? It's up to people like us to show them a better way. 
You know what I'm saying? They don't have anybody that's doing it. You know, sometimes they don't have their pops around. You know, a, a son needs a man, male role model figure. That's where you can step in with these programs that you're doing. So definitely shout out to you for doing that. What are you going to school for? Uh, right now I'm going to school for global business marketing. Okay. You know I'm saying a whole lot of stuff that I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> that's what you're there for, right? I don't know about that either. What made you decide to go that route? Um, I seen, I seen how, you know, college can be definitely beneficial. And with me being in the situation that I was in, it was like, you know, I got to do something. I got to be that example for the kids. And I can't be on them about school when I wasn't the best in school. So right, right. Why not go back to school with yeah, them? Yeah, so absolutely. Now, now you got days that they come to me, Daddy, you do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They checking on you, huh? Yeah, I like that, though. It, I it love keep, that. Keep point. Yeah, that is so dope, man. Um, what do you aspire to do, like, as far as a music artist going forward? Do you want to start your own independent label? Do you desire to sign with somebody if it makes sense? You know, talk to mm-hmm. us about that path. I feel like I feel like that's a bridge I would have to I would have to cross once I get there. Yeah. But if I had to choose which route to take, I wouldn't mind being independent and just doing things my own way. Who wouldn't? Yeah. But at the same time, you have to be smart as well. Like, yeah, don't hop for every every opportunity that comes to you when they're talking numbers or whatnot. Like, know your worth. Yeah, absolutely. Know your worth. And a lot of people don't. And there's a lot of people I know personally who who've taken that step in. It didn't work out too well. But it's like you got to be smarter. Like, know know your work read the papers nah <laughs> for real get you a, a entertainment yeah. attorney who can understand all that legal jargon it's in way, the contracts there's, there's stuff out there for that reason <laughs> like there's help get yeah it. yeah because a lot of artists get so thirsty to sign that they'll just sign on the dotted oh, line and not man. read it you know like i um i see i don't remember who it was I, it was one of the artists from new york and he's like slick like homeless now mm-hmm. and he was pretty had a pretty big name and he was saying in his videos like yeah you know like i haven't got none of my royalties and he was talking about how he got a big advancement well you're not going to get your royalties that big advancement is like that it has to be paid back mm-hmm. that's not free money so then royalties coming in are going straight back to the label to pay for that big yeah. advancement and they don't understand that he's over here complaining. He's not getting his royalties. Well, it's because you're not entitled to them yet. You haven't paid that loan back. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a process that people fail to read up on, man. Just do your research, learn something before you hop out there. Absolutely. Most well definitely. So throughout your journey in music, you've been doing it for a few years now. What's uh-huh. been that biggest highlight moment for you so far? Oh man. Biggest highlight moment for me. I say we'll be winning the the competition with Quentin Miles down in Columbus at Daiquiri and Poe Boys because yeah. by me winning that competition, uh, placing in that competition, I, um, I made it out here to Atlanta. Yeah. And that's one of the goals that I've, I've had since music has been something I've been chasing. I was like, you know, I want to perform in Atlanta. Mm. And for that to be something that actually happened, it, it was surreal to me. And I came out here, I gave it my all. I might not have won that night, but I felt like I was a winner because I got to do a whole lot of networking. A lot of people was like, yo, like, let me get your social media. Let me get this yeah. work. And since then, I've been, like, invited back up here not only to perform again, but personal artists have been hitting me about, like, release parties and whatnot. So I definitely got something from going. Yeah. That's why I say I feel like a winner from that. I agree. I'm so glad that you said that because a lot of artists need to hear exactly what you said. Oftentimes, these artists, they get bitter because they don't win. Just because you don't take home the prize doesn't mean you don't win. Like you said, going out there, networking, building new relationships, that's a win in itself. Oh, yeah. I'm loved that you have that attitude about it. You know what I'm saying? I wish more artists did. <laughs> I, I know, I know. The, like the city of Columbus is, is full of talent. 
yeah. everywhere. All, all genres of music is talented all over the place. But with that, it's so many people that rather butt heads with each other yeah. than work together. Like you could be missing out on a feature that take you out of here. Absolutely. And it's like you're doing it to yourself because you'd rather be mad because of an image that you got. Like, nah, I work with this person. Yeah. Start a new image. I agree. I, I, I was coming out to Columbus once a month, probably when, right after I first moved here doing showcases. And they were cool, but I find people didn't support there as much as they yeah, do here in Atlanta. Man. So I was like, let me just take it back to the city I'm in. I ain't got to travel so far because I just feel like a lot of artists don't want to take And I'm not picking mm-hmm. on Columbus, mm-hmm. GA, because this happens in a lot of cities. But I feel like a lot of artists don't want to take advantage of them opportunities. And oh, yeah. you're a testament that it, it actually works. It does. Go for it. Go for it. I never would expect that I'd be here, but look at me. Yeah, look at you look now. I went for it. <laughs> um, as we wrap up 2023, man, what's been your biggest accomplishment this year, whether it be in life, uh, business, music? What's your biggest accomplishment? Talk to us about it. My, my biggest accomplishment, I would say, is one of the singles I released, uh, and it's actually called Bigger. Okay. And the reason uh, I choose that as being one of my biggest uh, biggest accomplishments is because I had a I had a friend named Los who I lost in January. He was 16. Oh, my condolences. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. He was yeah. uh he was really in tune with my music. He used to want to rap or whatnot, but he used to, you got anything new? You got anything new? Anything, whether it was something I recorded on my phone or something I'm actually working on, he wanted to hear it. And regardless of how much music he liked, that was his favorite song. He wanted me to finish it. He wanted me to finish it. And after I lost him, I was like, that's my mission. So I finished it. And anytime I perform, I'll make sure I let it be known that I'm dedicating this to him. That's his favorite song. So, yeah. Shout oh, out to Los, man. man. Shout out to him. Long live, man. He was only 16. That's yeah, so young yeah, to lose his life. I'm so sorry to hear that. It's all right. But it's your that's that's like a legacy for you. You have sure, to carry sure. on because he was a big fan of your music. So that just letting you know you absolutely can't stop because you got somebody you're doing it for. Oh yeah. So you met Quentin from going out and doing the events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What's that been? What's the experience? Let's talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, he was man. the one that made this connection. You know what I'm saying? Shout mm-hmm. out to Quentin Miles, man. He's such a solid dude. Mm-hmm. Shout out to his son Jordan out there Jordan doing Miles. it big. Yeah. Um, what's the experience been like so far working with him? Give him his flowers real quick. Oh yeah, man. Hey, look. So for starters, me meeting Quentin. I want to say I want to say it was more so of like an accident. I was, I was <laughs> last minute, you know. I seen something about a show performance at a uh, Martini's downtown, yep. which is another place. Uh, whenever I moved back to Georgia, I named off. I said I want to perform at Martini's. I want to perform at After Five. Like that's something I got to do. It's your bucket and, list. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to check it off, and it was the hardest thing possible for some reason. I'm seeing everybody was doing it. What What am I doing wrong? And I made it out there, and I'm like, I got to find out whoever in charge. So when I got there, uh, I seen him. I go talk to him, whatnot. He's like, Yeah, it was me messaging you, whatnot. He was like, Man, my name is Quentin. And from like the rest of that night, we just kept on talking, and he was like, Man, you see the difference between you and the rest of these artists in here, like nobody's nobody's getting out there nobody's networking nobody's talking so just him having that type of conversation with me let me know that he's looking at things from a way that i would look at him yeah and it was like from then on any opportunity that came up he was like hey it's, an, it's another show you you open you open you open i'm like yeah like definitely he'll send me a flyer and it got to a point where i could wake up in the morning like any other person would do and check notifications yeah and i see i'm tagged in uh, a post on facebook and instagram it's a flyer my, my picture on it it's a date <laughs> I'm like, dang, I didn't even know about this. It's Quentin doing, man. Like, he he make it happen. Absolutely. And, the, you know, he's definitely one of those people that's not just plugged into a city, but he's plugged into the music oh, industry yeah, as a whole. Most definitely. So to have someone like him peeping what you got going on yeah. and paying attention, that, that right there is an accomplishment. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many artists, and like he said, you know, it's no shade to the other artists, but he's like, you know, you see what differentiates mm-hmm. you, differentiates you. That's a big word. 
<laughs> from you and the other artists is the fact that you get in to move around right. network. I tell artists all the time, when you pull up to a venue and you know you're performing that night, I'll ask them, what do you do before you get on stage? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go over there and I'll smoke a little bit. Like, bro, that's the, that, that. no, that's not the answer I was looking for. You should be working the room, you introducing to, yourself to as many people Everybody, as possible. The, yeah. Look, the photographers, the DJs. Nah, for like, real. Like get out there. Each one of them is somebody that you can use for your circle in some type of way. Absolutely. Or just the people in the audience be like, hey, man, yeah. I'm Big Mustafa. You know, I'm, I'm performing tonight. I hope you enjoy my performance. Because when you make your presence known before you get mm -hmm. on stage, you have a better chance of them paying attention to you when you step on that yeah. stage. You understand the assignment. It worked out well. <laughs> so 2024, bro, what big can we expect from you? Maybe something you didn't quite get accomplished in 2023, but you're like, you know what, 2024, I'm going to make it happen. What is that yeah, for you? Man. So look, 2024, I got an album dropping the plan. Okay. I'll tell y'all this. I had a plan to release it December 27th. Okay. That, that that didn't work out too well. It's so all instead, good. I released the single, but the album, like I say, it's about it's about ten, maybe twelve songs on there. Yeah. Who, who knows? <laughs> but, uh, Still deciding yeah, on that. Yeah, that's, okay. That's, that's, that's that's releasing real soon. And uh, twenty twenty four is gonna be full of a lot of visuals. That's something I haven't given them yet. So yeah. It's gonna be a lot of visuals going on for a lot of these songs. That is really dope, man. I I love the fact that you already have that stuff planned out. Oh, it's important. Man, it's written down. You have a vision board. Oh man. Big visions. I love it. Got them all written down, cut out and pasted on there. Yeah, you have to. You have to see it in order to, in my opinion, you have to see it in order to achieve it. Oh, yeah. If you don't see it or believe in it, it's not going to happen. Not you know all. what I'm saying? Not you got a lot of people tuned in right now. What do you want to say to the people that are supporting you? Hey, man, right now, I feel like the only thing that can be said is thank you. I appreciate you. It's very much needed. And this is all any other upcoming artist could ask for. So I appreciate y'all being here. You could have been anywhere else, could have been listening to anything else, but you here. So thank you. Absolutely. Um, what is uh, what does Big Mustafa stand for? Like, what is, and I'm not saying the name, mm -hmm. but just you as a man, what do you stand for? I stand for I stand for believing in change because, yeah. like I said, I, I was <laughs> I did a, a complete one eighty. Yeah, I was I was headed the wrong way, and it took everything in me to change. And everybody around me thought I couldn't. Yeah, and that's something I don't like to be wrong a lot. So I I try to prove that hey, I can change so much so that I actually converted to Islam about seven years ago, and it's right. like since then I haven't been in any trouble. Yeah, you don't hear my name in anything. You shouldn't hear it in, and it's like that that in itself takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. So I'm, I'm teaching myself and I'm learning new things every day. And I feel like if I could do it, anybody can. As, as generic as that may sound, if I can do it and if you know me and who I was, yeah. you know anybody can do it. Absolutely. What, what made you decide to, to transition into Islam? You know, like tell us about that mm -hmm. transition and, and how has that been for you? Oh, man, the transition has been amazing. By far the best thing I think I've, I've ever done. Yeah. But uh, I, guess, I guess you can say the reason behind it was just like not having a complete understanding of what it was that I was believing in yeah. or why. And I used to... Um, I used to like ask questions the way a YouTuber would do, just walk up to like a random group of people. And I would be like, you know, like, what's your ethnic background? Like, what do, what do you believe in? Yeah. Why? And they would usually give like an answer like, oh, because he died on the cross. And it's like, okay, cool, but but why? Yeah. And they don't have an answer behind that besides that's what we was taught. But it's like, you taught to believe in a lot of things. And like, you you going to do it because they said to. So it was like, I want to I wanna take it upon myself. And I did my own research with multiple religions and whatnot. And I felt like, you know, Muslim was the one for me. It, yeah. It's definitely been something that's changed me and, and people around it see it. And that's how, that's how I know it's a change. Cause it's not just like, Oh, I'm saying it and I'm saying, it. I'm making myself believe it. No, people see it. Yeah. People see it. I love that. I love that. Listen, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Oh man. And you are absolutely out here standing for something. And I love the fact that you found 
what fits you. Oh, yeah. You're doing what you want to do unapologetically. Oh, no. You, nah, you Period. Can't, you can't. You got you to gotta go for it and go all for it. So. No, nah, for real. Big facts, man. Um, tell us about the record that you sent us today. Uh, the record I sent you today, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it was Don't Lie to Me. Uh, it is called Don't Lie to Me. Let's let's talk about it a little bit, man. Like, mm-hmm. what does this song in particular mean to you? I mean, the the <laughs> the, 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 the title is Funny you slightly self-explanatory, but what exact break it down? What does it mean to you? Uh, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Things things are going to happen, and if you get to know me, I'm by far one of the most understanding, most forgivable people that you will ever meet. All I ask is that you don't lie to me. Like, don't lie to me. Don't don't underestimate me, none of that. Because then it's like you force me to boss up. You force me to do exactly what I said, and that's proof of point. So you'll, you'll catch a couple other lines in there, and I hate to say it, but <clears throat> I hate to say it, but uh, if, you, if you feel some of them lines off of you, they might be. no for real like that's the thing about life and as we grow and we mature and we become adults man we have to stand on honesty and we have to stand on loyalty like i said a minute ago if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything and that's the truth man like just be keep a g with people even if it hurts our feeling a little bit i'd rather someone be honest with me and hurt my feelings than lie to me and try to make me feel good because the truth gonna come out ain't that right that's, that's a whole lot of work. That's a stain on anything. Facts, if man. You can lie to me. You can do a lot of stuff, regardless of what the lie was about. That means you can you can be okay with not telling me something, and you know the answer. No. Yeah. One thing about lying that I know is you always have to keep up with what you said. I ain't got time for that to I remember can't keep what up I said. With myself half the day, man. <laughs> Yeah, because someone told me that years ago. He said, you know, when you tell the truth, you don't have to think about it because we live the mm-hmm. truth. But when you lie, you have to remember what you said. I don't have time to remember what I said to people. But if you tell them the yeah, truth, you ain't got to remember it. <laughs> right. Then you come back a week later and tell them something different. Like, oh, bro, lying. He lied. <laughs> I just forgot that. <laughs> Is this one of your most personal records? Uh, I would say I would say yes, but not because of what it is or what's the meaning behind it, but simply because it is. My first shot at a new sound because I got another type of music that people are used to hearing from me. Yeah. And this is my first time trying anything close to like this. Definitely outside of my element. I love that. Try to try to do something new. Give them something new. No, you didn't try. You did I something did. new. I Look, correct. Say it I with did. your chest. I did yeah. that. Period. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't ever want to try. We just do. Yeah. Um, outside of music, is there other business ventures you're pursuing that you can tell people about or something you may um, be interested in pursuing at some point? Actually, yeah, since I'm here in Atlanta. Let's talk about <laughs> it. I had a I had a clothing line before. It was called Top Priority, uh, Top Priority Goats, TPG, whatnot. Um it was it was self taught. I did everything from learning YouTube and and Google and stuff. TikTok yeah. wasn't even a thing at the time, but it became a a pretty successful clothing line. I had women clothes, baby clothes, nice. uh, bomber jackets. It, it was everything, uh, accessories, and whatnot. I started a mobile app for it. Like I said, it was all self taught, and I eventually had a team of people working for me, like actual employees. Like things things wow. were going great. Um, when I was in Kuwait, there was a guy here from Atlanta that decided it was a great idea to take my clothing brand and trade market but uh it's a big lesson yeah, learned bro man, i lost out on thousands of dollars i got a storage unit full of merchandise but on the bright side of things me being so optimistic i apologize but with me being so so optimistic uh i took it upon myself to since i know i can't like legally sell those items when the time i go out to a lot of the um 
a lot of the schools, elementary, middle school, and I give out all, all the stuff for free. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Listen, that's a big lesson learned. I was oh, yeah. actually just having this exact conversation last night because that's something that I desire to do is I want to start mm -hmm. uh, a merch line. Whether I come up with a slogan or a particular logo, but I said it, before I put it out there, I'm getting it trademarked. Yeah, see, I, I didn't know nothing about that. At I all. just we just talked about it last night, Dave Skills. If you're listening in, we mm -hmm. had this conversation last night. Get yourself an entertainment attorney mm -hmm. or a trademark attorney, excuse me, and get it trademarked. But it's a lesson learned, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure, it's, it's, it's gonna come back ten times greater, man. Absolutely, I like that hat you got on too. I by the way, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's the real Pink Panther, huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> not not the fake one not the little one the big one yeah, most definitely yeah. well listen we're about to get into this record that you sent over to us called don't lie to me mm -hmm. before we do that couple things we got to do man tell everybody where they can follow you out right on your socials hey man on my social media man you can find me most active on instagram i a m underscore big mustafa and that's mustafa m-u-s-t-a-f-a -A. you can't mess it up man don't <laughs> mess it up man. most definitely um I know you got a lot of people loving on mm -hmm. you, supporting you. You got people tuned in. You got this beautiful gym with you oh, today. Yeah, you know G, what I'm saying? Man, Who do you want to uh, shout out to? I like to give a shout out to both my brothers, man, my sister, my mom, of course. You know what I'm saying? I can't leave out none of my nieces and nephews. It's a lot of them, but they all they all part of the team. They, they be looking forward to hearing something new from me. So shout out to them. Yeah, most definitely. Um, last but not least, you know, my brand that I stand on is Industries Most Wanted, right? Mm -hmm. What makes you the Industries Most Wanted? What makes me the industry? Look, man, I'm Big Mustafa, <laughs> the biggest. It don't get no bigger, man. <laughs> Word's going to speak for itself. You can't, look, you can't do nothing but believe I'm the Industries Most Wanted once you hit me, man. I love it. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you having me. You my first interview today, and you started my day off right. Both yeah, you guys good vibes, did. Good vibes, man. Yeah, you came through with that positive uh, energy, good vibes. That's what it's all about. You good know what vibes. I'm saying? Big facts, man. What's What What can we expect very, very, very next for you, from you? Very next for me will be that album dropping. I won't I won't have y'all waiting too long. I'm, I'm thinking January, February. Okay, so definitely first quarter. Oh, yeah. Oh, Love yeah. it. I got to get it out there, man. I got to get it out there. The people waiting, huh? They waiting. <laughs> Well, we're about to get into this record. Once again, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, you know what I'm saying? But introduce the record. Let's check it out. Hey, man, this record coming up, man. It's my latest single, Don't Lie to Me. Get this now on all platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere. Go go check it out. Nah, straight like that. Let's go. Tampa Mystic. 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 I'm 
now she get nervous. She gon' get loose out the pool. Miss Shadow, she wanna come work for me. She don't got a job, but she working. She bought my new bitch a new Birkin. She bust it open, got a twerking. Got a body, hella body curvy. She hop on top and she rollin', she surfing. This shit get wicked like a Tucky Derby's. We all got secrets, what's behind your curtains? I got a feeling you did this on purpose. Baby, I don't deserve this. Bust down, baby, come bust on my shit. Bust down, baby, don't baby bust quick. I'm deep in your guts and I'm loving that shit. I'm deep in your guts and you loving that. Uh. I ain't trying to pressure you, ain't trying to be rude. If I ask you a question, baby, tell me the truth. But baby, that ain't this and this ain't the case. I can tell that you're lying by the look on your face. If I ask you a question, don't lie to my face. Uh, uh. Baby, don't lie to me.